questions and to give you some relationship advice that's right you ask the questions on social media I give you these answers right here today on the show oh what an opening what an opening what a social media god opening that was Anyway, you're here, episode 53 of the I'm Just Saying Show with yours truly, Justin Worley. Sip a beer for the love given advice, man. All right. How are we doing? So I posed a question to the men and women on the social media. Uh, Facebook, mostly. I got most of the responses off of Facebook. Um, For relationship advice. Because, as you all may know, I'm getting married soon. I am becoming a married man in the near future. It's a whole long story. I'll actually be married before my wedding. Ha ha! How about that? Bet nobody really can ever say that. Uh, I will be married July 22nd. But, and I I will legally be married July 22nd, but I will really, officially, all encaptioned, encapsulated, 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 whatever that word is, all, for all intents and purposes, I will be fully married, the full circle, everyone, everything, all the nooks, the crannies, all the lines that are dotted, All the I's and T's will be dotted and crossed on August 2nd. But before then, I will give you the marriage advice. Not marriage advice. I can't give you that because I'm not married. Wouldn't make any fucking sense. That damn son of a bitch. But I can give you the relationship advice that she's asked for. Oh, Jesus, if I could get to the link on my phone, that would be wonderful. Fucking wonderful. Sons of bitches, goddamn cocksucker. Uh, view post. Okay. So, I put a post out on Facebook. And you sons of bitches. Yeah, some of you responded. Ashley Schaefer, you were supposed to think of a goddamn uh, question. You didn't. You didn't. 
you laughed at my post, and then you said, oh, I have to think of a good one, and then you didn't think of anything. You don't care. You don't care. Ashley Schaefer doesn't care. Can't fit it into her busy schedule. Okay, so a question from... Uh, oh, jeebus. We have... Uh, da, 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 ba, ba, ba. Michael Horn. Michael Horn. Mike Horn asked me if I masturbated at work. Horn, what are you doing, Horn? That's Niall. Niall didn't uh, ask a question, but... Horn. Niall's Iraqi. He works with us. He's a new citizen to the country. And he's one of the funniest guys I've ever met in my life. Strictly off of uh, how he pronounces words and how he says things. He says on the 4th of July, he took his kids to... uh, On the 4th, we went to the firework. Like there's one. There's one firework out there at all. We saw the firework. There were many, but we went to the, the one. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. We hang out, we drink for a minimum of six hours. Um, neither, uh, da, 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 da. Mike Horn asked me, have you ever masturbated at work? I responded, neither of these uh, questions are about relationships. Now, that, okay, I got two questions. Um, Jeff Burkert asked, do you touch your butthole? <sighs> Not a relationship question. And Mike Horn asked, have you masturbated at work? And I responded, neither of these are relationship questions. Mike Horn then rephrased intelligently. Uh, Do you feel it's good for your relationship to masturbate at work? (laughs) So Mike is also very funny. Um, No, probably not. Mike, I would assume masturbating at work is poor for your relationship because not only could you lose your job, but if you're having to leave the house to masturbate, there's a, there's something going on. There's something wrong with the relationship. Now, if you're doing it as an uh, exhibitionist, I guess... Uh, is that what that is? Or like a voyeurism? I, I, what is that? No, voyeur is watching sex. Exhibitionist, I think, is going out and doing weird shit with sex. So that may be what you're into. So if if that's your thing, or if like maybe you're maybe you're FaceTiming your significant other while you're doing that, it can be a healthy thing. Like, hey, I'm gonna masturbate in the bathroom stall at work, but I'm gonna FaceTime or I'm gonna video it. And send it to my significant other to get them turned on for when I get home and I can go to Pound Town. That's right, Pound Town. When I go to Pound Town, uh, that's, uh, that might be a good thing. Oh, Jesus. Sorry, I'm typing away. I'm ruining everything. I'm ruining it all. I'm ruining it all. Oh, God. Good. Oh, gee. Oh, good. Uh, but, yeah, I think I think uh, masturbating at work in general is not okay. You probably shouldn't do it because you're going to lose your job and then hence lose the girl anyway. But 
If you want to flick your bean and videotape it, I don't know that I necessarily have a problem with it. I don't. I think I might be okay with it. If you're in the bathroom going, oh yeah, I'm jerking my rod. I'm jerking my cock here. This is really loud, annoying porn music. This doesn't sound like porn music that I remember. Maybe this does. I'm stroking my cock! Flicking the bean! I'm about to shoot my load into the crapper! What's your fucking problem, bitch? I'm at work! I'm on break! Masturbating at work. I'd be afraid to get caught. That's 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 my whole thing. I'd be afraid to get caught. What if your boss walks in and your pants are down your fucking legs? I say, no, I need a work color for that. Get back on the line, Sanchez. Anyway, masturbating at work. Only okay if you're sending the video to your significant other for sexual motivation for later. All right, I'm glad we answered that. All right, Mike, there's your answer. As far as Jeff goes, do you touch your butthole? Do you touch your butthole? How about that? I retort, do you touch your butthole? How about that, huh? Hey, son of a bitch, cocksucker, fucking piece of shit. Um, ass play. Not a bad idea. <sighs> Nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. And we've discussed this in the office, by the way, many times. Uh, many times. I th- here, here's here's where it, here's where it, uh, here's where the line is. I think if if a man and a woman are engaging in any type of anal play, God, that sounds horrible. Let's add the music to this. If a man and a woman are engaging in any type of anal play, the man cannot have anything shoved up his ass that looks like a dick. It could be the woman's finger, the woman's tongue, it could be anal beads, it could be, I don't know, oh. Child, what I'm the going fuck to is this? Late again and take dictation. My Mr. Jeremy, it would be my pleasure. Okay. Well, uh, apparently there's there's narration to this to this music. Anyway, I think it's okay for a woman because uh, the question was posed to me. So, do you touch your butthole? Uh, if a woman wants to put a finger, a tongue, anal beads, or something like that in there, as long as it doesn't look like a cock, I'm saying if she throws a strap on on and fucks you in the ass, there's that's probably too far. That's probably too far. But if she just takes her little finger and goes heedily a little back there, I'm all right with it. I think I'm okay with that. Or she, uh, it's certainly a tongue. 
Guys, guys that are closed off to that, I'm telling you, use baby wipes and have her do that. That is a good thing. It is a beautiful thing. As the wonderful Bernie Perrant used to say, great goaltender for the Philadelphia Flyers. So yes, ass play is checked off on the list. It should be a thing you both play around with. And if you don't, you're too closed off. That's my opinion, and that's where I stand, you sons of bitches. Not to mention Jeff Burkert. I know stories about you, and I know you feel the same way. Okay, the music helped. I think the music helped. Do we think the music helped? Take a vote. Take a vote. Take a poll. Not up the ass, but take a poll. Let's sip a beer for uh, the guy that uh, got his ass licked. Anyway, oh, then then. And then we have the Sheila Burkert. Oh, jeez. She asked... Oh, Jesus, my car. Um, how do I find a good, honest man who doesn't think he knows it all? Now, Sheila Burkert... I, me- I, I, I mentioned Jeff Burkert asked me a question, the asshole question. Um, Sheila Burkert is married to Jeff Burkert. So, Sheila, I have to ask you, why do you think you need to find a good, honest man who doesn't think he knows it all? So, you're telling me Jeff is a liar and he thinks he knows it all. But we're going to go past this. We're going to go past this. We're going to generalize this question because I'm assuming, I'm going to assume, and you know what that means, I'm going to make an ass out of you and me. But it doesn't matter because it's my show. I can do what I fucking want to. Okay? Um, An honest man. How honest do you want that man to be? That's, that, that's a tough question. How do I find how do I find an honest man? Well, it depends. Are you asking, did you fuck that girl? Or are you asking, do I look fat in this dress? If you think you're if you ask me if you look fat in that dress, you think you look fat in that dress. And I'm supposed to say, no, honey, you look great. I'm supposed to lie. So we're supposed to be honest when you want us to be honest. But when you don't want us to be honest, we're supposed to lie. So maybe you need to write down the moments when you would appreciate honesty. And then we'll, we'll, when you ask us, a, ask us a question, we'll go down that list and we'll go, okay, this isn't on here. I can be honest. That's how women work. They, they appreciate the heartfelt lie. The, I'm doing this to make you feel better lie. However, I don't do that. I personally don't do that. When the lovely Amelia asked me a question, I'm very honest. Because it who are we hurt who are we helping here? Do you look fat in this dress? I will answer. I will answer honestly. Because you you want an honest answer, but you want to hear a nice answer so you don't feel bad. But the nice answer so you don't feel bad isn't helping the reality of you may not look great in that dress and now you're going to go out and parade yourself around in something you don't really look good in and people are going to look at you like you don't look good in that. 
and I'm supposed to aid in that? No, I'm going to tell you, hey, maybe I want to, maybe I want to wear something else. And I think that that is better than the make you feel good lie. So maybe you need to tell your man, hypothetically, Sheila, since we're not talking about Jeff, uh, you need to be more open with do not lie. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, An honest man, as far as as far as that stuff goes, is hard to find because guys will always do the do the nice comment. No, you look good. Let's go. Because they just want to get out of the house because it took you seven hours to get ready to begin with. But an honest man, as far as that goes, how honest do you want your man to be? That plays a role into this question. Do you want him to be like me, where I say, where, where I'm honest 100% of the time? Or do you want the, I like it when he's honest when I want him to be, and then I want him to lie and tell me I'm pretty all the time, even when my breast smells like shit and I have toilet paper crumbs in my pussy? Yeah, that happens. That happens, you sons of bitches. And we don't say shit. We don't say shit. We, we go... And we swallow them. That was a Big J Okerson joke on his special on Netflix. Make sure you watch that. Um, and a man who doesn't think he knows it all. Do you want a dumb guy? You want a dumb guy who doesn't know things? Or do you want a guy that can take care of you? See, that's, 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 uh, that's the other thing with women nowadays. They want to be so independent. Here, It's a hard thing. It's a hard thing to understand and to, and to kind of work out. Women today want to be so empowered and independent. And I can do anything myself. I'm a woman. I can do anything a man can do. Can you hold the door for me? Can you carry this for me? Oh, he didn't even pay the check for our first date. Uh, yeah, bitch. Welcome to manhood. Sorry, the bitch was unnecessary, as was the burp. But where is where is the line? Can somebody show me where like chivalry is supposed to still be there, a very masculine thing, but yet we we give the women their independence and their strength, where they're better than men and like should be treated as gods and everything like that, but yet men are good, but when it comes to women, they suck and they're pieces of shit, but yet but yet we're supposed to be higher and treat them well. Like where 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 is it? Where is the balance? What are we really supposed to do? Would you like the car door opened for you? Would you like the bill paid on the first date? Would you would you like me to hold your hand while we walk across the street? Would you like me to uh to put the coat down over the puddle as, as as you... By the way, that was always stupid. Obviously, she, if she steps on the coat, the water's coming right up through that. That never made any sense to me. But what are we supposed to do? Or are we supposed to lay down and be sissy bitch men and, oh, my wife and my girlfriend, they do everything. I'm not allowed to make a decision. <laughs> I just sit around and then tell me what to do. <laughs> no, what the fuck? But you don't want that either because you ain't fucking that. You don't want to fuck that guy. 
You don't want to fuck that guy that goes, okay, honey, whatever you say. <laughs> you don't want to fuck that guy. You want the guy that fucking grabs you by the hair, as Bill Burr would say, and mushes your face in the pillows a little. You know, that guy that's going to turn you over and just give you a little right there, Fred. So you, where's the middle ground? There's a middle ground somewhere. I don't know where it is. I don't know where the middle ground is. I've been with the with the man for 10 years now. I'm assuming I've found some sort of middle ground. We fight. We argue. We have good times. We have bad times. I think that's just a relationship. That's just what it is. It lasts. It feels like a movie for the first six months to a year. But after that, you got to learn how to make life work. I think that's what people struggle with. Anyway. Oh, Sheila, I don't know if I answered your question. Um, but you, a man who thinks he knows it all, you got to understand women, women today, and you're not, you, you know, you're from the, like the school before now. So you should know this, Sheila. Guys need to feel, guys need to feel needed. You got to manage the ego of the guy. You got to manage a guy's ego. You really do. Make him feel needed. And when he's doing something, oh, honey, thank you. You know, I, oh, thank you so much. You know, you know, hell, you fixed that. Oh, man, I knew you could fix it. You know, take care of him. You know, when he does something around the house, fucking, you know, appreciate it. Let him know you appreciate it. When he fixes something, let him know you appreciate it. When he pays a fucking bill, let him know you appreciate it. That all will change the mind and ego of your man. He will appreciate you more if you appreciate him more. That's all I can say. Anyway. James Rhodes, why do women always think they can change a man? That's a that's a tough one. I always think they can change a man. We are setting our ways just like they are setting their ways. Two exclamation points. James, I'd say calm down first. Two exclamation points. We don't need that here. We don't need that kind of aggression. We don't need it. However, I understand the frustration. Women often find a guy... With, uh, as they would con, con, uh, communicate it or say it, or however you want to put it in terms, they would say, This guy is great except for A. This guy's good except for A. And I'm going to date him. And in time, I will try to fix, as they call it, problem A. Well, here's the thing. Problem A is part of the personality of the guy you like. So if you don't like that trait about them, yeah, you might be able to change it. If it's a small thing, you might be. Might be able to. Uh, Is it that he doesn't put his dishes in the sink the right way? Is it that he doesn't put a roll of toilet paper on the fucking thing? Ameliorizing. Uh, After it's empty. Like, is it a small thing? That if it's a small thing, then yeah, maybe maybe you can make a change there. But if it's a big thing, you're not changing that, ladies. I, I hope you know that. Women women are not I think naturally are James are fixers. They like to nurture. It's it's in their nature. They like to 
nurture and try to mold and build. Like it's like raising a child. They some some women look at men like raising a big child. I like him. I like all these traits about him, but this, 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 and this, I don't care for. But over time, I think I can mold this man into what I want. And they don't realize that deep down, some of those traits are not changeable. But they think they can for a while. That's why you see these like hot women out there, some of these really attractive women with deadbeat piece of shit guys. Because he has problems, he's depressed, he doesn't get along with his family, but he's really cute. I think I can help him out, I think I can train What Really what that guy's going to do is drain your bank account and drive you fucking nuts because he's going to fuck your friend, but then you're going to feel sorry for him still. So he's going to fuck your friend three or four times before you actually get rid of him. That's that's probably what's going to happen. So yeah, they do that because it's a... James, they do that because it's a... It's a nurturing thing. It's a it's their motherly instinct, I think, trying to fix and nurture things. And sometimes it comes off in a negative way, and sometimes it works out positively. But I think uh, in, in a lot of cases, it's a negative thing. All right, who do we have here? Harriet, you asked me a question about penises turning color, and you were just kidding. Um, penises do turn color. They uh, get a little purplish-reddish color when they're about to shoot the goo. Um, We have two similar questions here from Derek Kirshner and Amanda. I know you as Ackerman. Ackerman. (laughs) As Ackerman. You go by Risotto on on Facebook. That's not your last name, but you're married to somebody whose last name is close to that. Uh, But uh, I don't know. Rossetti? Rossetti, I think it is. Um, But anyway... Derek's question was, when you fart in the sand, does it, uh, does it attract women? Asking for a friend. And if you know anything about this podcast, you know this is a story that happened to me. Let's re-ask the story. Two fart questions. One from Derek, one from Amanda. Here's the answer to Derek's. No, it does not attract women. However, it makes them ask, what'd you say? <laughs> Did you say something? Did you say something? Um, so we met these two girls at Rehoboth Beach. Yes, girls! That's right. This is a girl story. Or at least it was Ocean, it was Ocean City or somewhere. It might have been Rehoboth. I don't know. Um, and we met them. And we ended up going under the boardwalk. Now, the one girl had a boyfriend who was there with her. The other girl, her name was Jenny. That's right. I still remember it. Because I'm. it, it still hurts. <laughs> um... And she was game for me or Derek. And I was a pussy back then, so I had a hard time making the first move. So Derek, I actually sat down in the sand next to Jenny. And Derek sat on the other side of me. So it was Jenny, me, Derek. Derek goes, hey man. No, no, uh, what the hell was it? He did something where he ended up getting to sit next to her. So he, I, I, don't, I don't remember what it was. But he ended up sitting next to her. And then he looks at me. So he's in between us now. And goes, hey man, if you're not going to do anything, I'm going to. And at this point, he's in between us. So I go, what the fuck? How, how, am, I, how am I supposed to do something? So he ends up making out with this girl. They're rolling around in the sand and shit. 
And and I and all of a sudden I'm sitting there and I let one go. I go a, a steamer, as they say. One one that burns when it comes out. What you feel the heat? You get a little heat coming out. And uh, she must have heard it. And she was uh, she was on top of him. And she lifted her head up and looked at him and goes, "Did you say something?" <laughs> She thought my fart was a word. <laughs> so yes, it does. It uh, it must have made it work for you two, Derek. But uh, it didn't help old Justin as I I went up to the boardwalk and I sulked around and I made my love life that much worse. And I don't blame you, by the way. Just so you know, I was a fucking pussy bitch back then. I wanted to love and marry Jenny. I wanted her to be my wife. I wanted to build a house with a nice white fence and we were going to live forever together. I didn't just want to fuck her at the beach like most rational men would think or have the thought of doing. Anyway, I may have had issues back then. <laughs> okay. On to Amanda. How do you or your how do you or your spouse react how Okay. Additionally, this I'm going to read it word for word. Additionally, how you, your spouse, react the first time you accidentally farted in front of them. Well, let me tell you something, Amanda. Let me tell you, this is a, this is a very, this is a very deep down personal thing for me. This is a very, this is very, uh, very important topic that hits home. It hits home hard. I believe in a no fart policy. I am running on a no-fart policy. I'm running for election in 2020 on a no-fart policy. I know shit policy. I know smelly ass policy. I know toilet paper crumbs policy. A shaved vagina genitalia area policy. A cleanliness policy. A no cheese, a no grilled cheese sandwich between your legs policy. I'm running on all that. That is my campaign. Because that is what the American people want. Amanda, if a girl farts, I am not going down on that girl at least that day. At least. I need to get that out of my head. If I fart, I feel a blowjob dies. There was, an, uh, there was a comedian that goes, for every fart a guy does in front of his girl, a blowjob dies. Now, I've come to learn whether you fart in front of your girl or not, blowjobs die, but that's irrelevant. It certainly wouldn't be any better if I farted. Because think about it, ladies, the fart goes from the asshole probably up the front of the pants, depending on how uh, the guy is sitting, up the balls and over the dick. So, the, the, the asshole film, the asshole particles are going up the balls and dick area. And now you're going to put that in your mouth? I don't, I think not. I think not. And guess what? It's not cute when you fart. It's not cute. It's not. Oh, that's so funny. She farted. It's a girl. No, because I want to think in my head, I want my tongue up your ass. Guess what ain't going up your ass now? My tongue. It ain't happening. So you, my, my recommendation is to do everything you possibly can to not have any flatulence, any shit smell, 
any anything around your significant other. Because it just takes away from the every part of you is open for business. Every part of you. Once we get into the bedroom and we're all clean and nice, every part of you is open for business to make sex better. But when I hear you go, right before we get into bed, I ain't going down there. By the way, I once had a girl tell me, hey, can you stop? I have to fart. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> I was going down on a broad and she said, uh, can, you, can you stop? I, I have to fart. And guess what I didn't do later? Anything. It stopped. It ended the whole thing. It's not good. It's not good. I frown upon it. Nine out of ten surgeons frown upon it. The tenth guy fucking likes farts in his face. I don't know. That's why the genre's on porn up, I guess. Anyway, those are the questions I had today. I hope you enjoyed it. I enjoyed talking about it. Um, I hope everybody that asked a question listens to this and gets the response they intended. Or a response they didn't intend. It doesn't matter because it's a response and I did my job. Now, I'd like to analyze while we're talking about this. We're going to go over two things here. Two things on uh, on the internet that I find hilarious. Brooks, uh, Garth Brooks has a song called That Summer. And it's about a young guy going to work for a, uh, a widowed woman. I'm assuming middle-aged. And having sex. And he's a virgin. I want to know, could this song... And I'm going to play it. Could this song be written the other way? Maybe by R. Kelly, who just got arrested on child uh, sex allegations? You know, could it be written the other way and still be okay? This was a hit, by the way, back in the day. Now, I don't think it's him singing it, but it's it's the song. Oh, we're going to have an ad. Of course... Sounds like the porn music. Sip a beer. I went to work for her that summer. A teenage kid so far from home. She was a lonely widowed woman. Help me to make it on her own. Don't hold the door for me. I'm an independent woman. But I want to be treated like a lady. As far as I can see. Both needing something from each other. My car! Go! I know, yeah, what that might be. It's your dick. Till she came to me one She be coming on my car. Go! Hot cup of coffee and a smile. In a dress that I was certain. She was drunk. There was softness in her eyes. Bailey's in that. On the air there was a hunger. Bitches always beaten. Even a boy in a wrecking She wanted your dick. She had a need to feel the thunder. He called his cock the thunder.
She had to ride the heat of passion Then I call my car Now this is a good song But it's about an older lady fucking a young guy Like a teenager Nothing between us but the night AKA no clothes when I told her that I never He's a virgin She softly whispered that's alright At least I know you don't have herpes Then I watched her hands and leather Old lady hands Turned to velvet and I It felt good because you're a young guy who's never been touched There's never been another summer Because she liked me. Anyway, that's that song. We're going to end with an Anthony Cumia bit here, if I can actually get it to the right spot. It uh, It's the uh, bit about Andrew Dice Clay goes, uh, he, he describes the footprints. Uh, the Footprints poem, the religious poem, the religious poem uh, called Footprints in the Sand or Footprints. Thank you, you fuck. Exactly. Here it comes. It was on Legion of Skanks. I hope you enjoy it. You mean where I saw the footprints in the sand and I said, Hey, Jesus, you piece of shit. This is the hottest times of my life. There's, there's one set of footprints. I'm alone, you fucking angel. And he goes, Nah, 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 nah. Those are the times I carried you. I said, you touched me, you faggot. <laughs> We're going to end the show with that. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I hope you have a great week. You're welcome. You're all welcome for the love advice. I appreciate you listening to the show. Episode 53 was a great show. I enjoyed doing it for you. Please tune in next week. Uh, look on uh, Launchpad for the show. Tune in again. Bachelor party coming up. Going to be some great stories there. Thanks a lot. Later! I'm just saying, I don't get upset. Let's get to the bottom of it. I'm just saying, don't you take it personally.